0: Welcome to the Platinum Passport Podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to the Platinum Travel Panel. They each offer a different expertise in the travel industry. The Platinum Travel Panel will join us each season to provide insight and ideas about travel during the current season and the upcoming season to help us expand our world. Would you each Briefly introduce yourselves to the audience and share what you do in the travel world. And whoever would like to go first, you can just jump in. Okay, I'll go first. Go, Scott.
1: My <laughs> name is Scott. I'm with the City of Virginia Beach Commission and Visitors Bureau. And that's how I got started in the tourism industry. I've done different jobs in the special events, sports marketing, managed our visitor centers. I'm currently sales manager for our convention center and area hotels. We welcome over 7 million visitors throughout the year. I love my job because I get to share a special place where I grew up. All the attractions, restaurants, and things to do and provide that unique insight that locals know. I like to share with visitors too.
2: Great. Kathy, you got next? Hi, my name's Kathy. I'm with Best Vacations. We are a full-service travel advisor. We focus primarily on European sites, but I can also help you with uh, destinations in Europe that depart from the United States. I've been in business for 23 years and I'm with Scott and with Andre. I love what I do. I just enjoy helping curate people's adventures and experiences to last a lifetime.
0: That's wonderful. Andre, tell us about you.
3: My name is Andre Maribel. I'm the founder and owner of the PAC Road Trip Travel Club. And what I do is plan group travel domestically within the U.S. and also Canada. And just like everyone else on the panel, I have a passion for traveling to seeing the world and just exploring. I'm excited to be here and look forward to talking with everybody more about what we love, travel. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs)
0: great. And now that we have the introductions out of the way, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on how we can explore our planet during the fall, holidays, and winter months. Since fall is really such a beautiful time of the year and the holidays are right around the corner, I would like to ask each of you to share some travel ideas to help us really enjoy the rest of fall and uh, the holidays. And then after you all share that information, I want you all to share your suggestions of how we can embrace winter, which is coming up. And all of its frosty glory. (laughs) And for those of us who want to get away, what can we do and where can we go to escape the cold weather during winter? So, you know, I have to start with Scott because he represents the hometown, Virginia Beach, which is where I'm from. So Scott, would you share with us some ideas for the fall holidays and the winter?
1: Absolutely. Starting with the fall, it's, it's interesting this came up because it just came across my email earlier today that uh, Virginia Beach um, was named one of the 21 best U.S. cities for fall travel by Travel and Leisure Magazine. So we have a lot of food stands out in the farmer stands out in the county area. So they're all ready for all their fall festivals and corn mazes and things like that. So that's what I would do in the fall. Um, it's a great, great time to come down here. The weather's still mild. The water's relatively warm. The tourists have kind of gone away. So it's like the locals have taken back the beach. So that's what I would do in the fall here. As far as wintertime, coming up is right around the corner. You know, November, December is here. A traditional event for us is a Holiday Light Show on the Boardwalk. It's the only time you can drive legally on the Boardwalk. It starts at 2nd Street and goes up to about 27th Street. There is a fee to, to do that, but um, it's a great nautical light theme. And it's a family tradition for us. Um, my boys are, oldest boy is 19, and I can remember doing it when he was two. So we uh, had some great times to be able to check out the lights and you, you program your radio to listen to holiday music. And it's a fun time for all to come down and check out the lights and maybe grab some hot chocolate from one of the vendors or a restaurant or something to eat. Also is, uh, you wouldn't think this, but... <coughs> horseback riding. Since the tourists have kind of gone from the beach, it's a great opportunity for us to use the sand on the beach for horseback rides. It's a unique experience. It's for all ages. They don't need any experience. And tell you what, it's on the sand. So if you do fall off, which I don't think you will, um, it won't hurt <laughs> as bad. So, uh, But they start at 26th Street, go down to uh, under the pier, and they circle back and you can do a nice little trot up there. It's a unique experience. And just, I think it's fun for everybody. And the last thing I'll mention is whales um, off the coast. Uh, we're on the mig- migratory route for whales, and they've been seeding in the past six years pretty regularly. So you can get up and close, and it's, it's a wonder of nature to see something that big in its own environment, to be able to say you saw it and they'll breach, and, you know, just it's, a, it's an amazing experience. So I highly recommend that as well.
0: So, Scott, just a couple of follow-ups. One of sure. the things that you mentioned was the horseback riding. And I know during the winter months is Valentine's. Is that something that couples could do together
1: during the Valentine's season? Absolutely. It is a great experience for couples to do. And they do offer that. And I'm sure as they get closer, look out for uh, different specials coming up for that. Because it's a great couple thing to do. And it's just unique and you don't get the experience it on the beach, on the water and all that, all that glory. So it's a pretty neat place to do. And Valentine's would be perfect for it.
0: That's excellent. And, you know, I know that you had uh, mentioned about the holiday lights and previously you mentioned about Norfolk Botanical Garden Lights as well. So we got to yes. give a shout out to Norfolk Botanical Garden Lights as a great place to go for the holidays as well.
1: I agree
0: 100%. Great. Thank you so much. And next, Kathy, can you share with us some European tips about where we might go to enjoy the fall or anything else that you might have to help us to savor the holidays
2: and winter? And so I am going to, on this one, I support my partners on this podcast. (laughs) I recommend everybody stay home right now. And Scott and Andre can direct you in some incredible places these colors don't last for long. And so even if I suggested a cruise up into Canada, by the time we booked it and got up there, I would hate for anybody to miss it. So we've got beautiful things going on really close to home right now um, that would take really good care of you for the fall. And when it comes to Christmas, you know, we've got a lot of options in Europe and some really very unique things. A river cruise in, uh, like I've got one from that would do Vienna to Nuremberg, Nuremberg for seven nights. And you'd stop in small uh, European towns, visit the Christmas markets. They have cookie tastings. They have incredible tours and museums that, you know, you can learn where you know Silent Night was written. You know, and then also, not just specifically to Christmas, but to those that embrace the cooler seasons, an incredible place to go during the winter season is Iceland. It is the season that you see the Northern Lights. In Iceland, I just uh, did a training. And Ison is actually the number one safest destination in the world. And then, you know, also during the holidays, if, if there's not enough time, because the holidays are a, a prime booking time for families and people that want to get away on, you know, some unique travel. So uh, this would be a great time during the holidays. If you, if you don't want to plan for something for this season that big, uh, this is a great time for Christmas when you're around your friends and your families. Take the opportunity to talk about where you want to go. You know, we've all been locked in. Families have missed each other. So maybe this might be the time for family reunions, friends get togethers. And these would be great destinations uh, to look for, for you know, for next Christmas. But then for those of you that, you know, do have Valentine's Day coming up, those that might want to, instead of embrace the winter season, you want to escape the winter season. <laughs> you've got some easy locations to get to, you know, Jamaica, Cancun, Punta Cana, but you also have some incredibly beautiful locations that you can travel down to Barbados, St. Lucia, Curacao. There's some very unique venues on each of these locations. There's new ways, there's fast tracks and and Club Mo Bay. So there's products and things that can get you in and out of these islands uh, very quickly because we know now, especially moving forward with all the COVID protocols that will stay around. We've got some ways to make getting onto the islands a lot more simpler and a lot more carefree. Those are the things that I would say for people in this particular time of the year. You know, make it fun. Start planning some special times. Do enlist the help, you know, of a of a travel advisor because there are definitely added benefits and and some security measures that you know can come with using someone to help you with your travel.
0: I love the idea of not only embracing the winter now and, you know, possibly escaping the winter now, but also working or talking to your family and your friends about planning for something next year uh, during this season. What a great idea and a great way for people to kind of get excited, be able to save some additional dollars and have an affordable opportunity to really spend some very special time together. So Andre, I know you are all about the groups and can tell us what are some really great ideas and ways that people can enjoy themselves as a group during the fall holidays or the winter months.
3: Yes, it's quite a few ways people can enjoy themselves as a group. One place, and I actually took a trip this past weekend, was up to Charlottesville, Virginia. And like everyone on the panel has stated, it's so beautiful up there during this time of year, just seeing the fall colors, the crisp, cool climate. And I had an amazing time. The first place I actually went to was Cardam Mountain Orchard. It's the prime season for apple picking up there. They have amazing views of the city of Charlottesville. It was just a great experience. And like I said, apples is in prime season. They had apple everything from... Apple frozen (laughs) apple cider, hot apple cider, apple pies, apple butter, anything (laughs) with apple in it, they had. So I enjoyed it because I'm a big apple lover. And of course, in Charlottesville, you have the option of going to different historical sites. You can do shopping on the downtown mall. It's just a wide variety of things for groups, couples, individuals to do during the fall season in that area. For the Christmas time frame. I'm a person that's big on holiday lights, and I really like getting into the spirit. So I would recommend New York City. They have a wide variety of things you can do during the season up there also. Ice skating in Rockefeller Center to even shopping at one of the local open-air markets they have just along the streets. And just the lights themselves, seeing them lit up on buildings and sidewalks, I mean, it really gets you into the holiday mood. If you're a person that, that's not built on crowds because New York can get crowded, I would recommend <laughs> going like during the November timeframe or actually right after New Year's. Sometimes they still have the lights Ooh. up right after New Year's. So those are two places I recommend for this time of the year.
0: Oh, I love that. And I like that one of the things that you talked about was even how people can take a day trip. Right, which is wonderful. You get your family or your friends in the car, go have a, a great time at the um at the what was it where you were talking about the apples, the Carter yeah, Mountain? Carter Mountain Orchard. Right? Exactly. Go pick some apples or just enjoy all types of different apple recipes uh, during that time period. I love how you all are giving different options for people because sometimes people might not be able to spend a lot of money at this point in time, or they might be saving for those holiday gifts. I love how you all are giving us a variety of things that we can do as individuals, as groups. We can do close to home, or we can do abroad. I think it's important for each of you to share. Why is travel important to
2: you personally? For me, number one, I grew up, you know, in a military home. So from birth, I was moving around and experiencing different locations and different cultures. So some of it is kind of a part of just who I am. But I found through COVID that because I enjoy the cultural experiences and, and meeting different people and engaging in the local destinations, it. It brings out an adventure side, even though I'm, I was more culture. It is a, it's an adventure when you travel locally or internationally, you have to stretch yourself. You have to get outside of your comfort zone uh, a lot. And, and I found not being able to go anywhere was like a downer. It was, it was just suppressing, you know? And so going and traveling just has this sense of freedom and strength.
3: And I agree with you because since the pandemic, I think a lot of more people have realized the importance of travel, just to get outside, explore, you know, relax, relate, release. And I think it's important to me too, to travel frequently, even if it's just a staycation, just to get away out your normal day to day activities and relax and do something different that takes your mind away from the day to day, nine to five. Yeah, I wholeheartedly
1: agree. It's um, about, you know, experiencing new things, taking that, that break from your day to day and just recharging your batteries at another location. Cause, uh, you know, if you stay home, you, you always have that distraction sometimes. I mean, some people are disciplined enough, but it's nice just to be able to remove yourself and go to another destination, and experience that destination. I agree. And then other part of it is, you know, since uh, the pandemic, a lot of communities are hurting. Um, you know, restaurants, hotels, and all that. So I think the more we can get out and help those areas and, you know, you know, help them with, with their livelihood too. So it's a, an underwritten part of it too that to some people don't, don't think about it, but it's important to some of these communities. I know it is for ours too, so.
0: All of those are really great responses. And I think it leads to the next question about why do you think people should travel Why would you encourage others to travel? We talk today about traveling during the fall, traveling during the holidays, and traveling during the winter months, whether it's doing an activity or going someplace and having an adventure. Why is that important for us to think about exploring our planet
1: I think it's the way we make connections. I mean, I've been at places where uh, I've met some in- interesting people and uh, kind of kept, kept in touch with them. It's like um, you build those bonds and you you learn different things, you know, about different areas and kind of their traditions, why they do this or why they do that. Um, and it just is a great conversation started, too, when you're with people who say, hey, I went here oh, I it, too. Did you try this? So it's a great way to build that sense of community, too, I think, and experience new things.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. My parents always had to believe that everything's the same no matter where you go. And once I started taking them to different places, they realized it's a big world out there. I think it's important just for people to get out and learn something new or see something different and meet other people. Like you were saying, Scott, that's very important. Building those connections and seeing what's out there.
2: I agree. Somehow, for some reason, we've all come out of the pandemic not all, but there seems to be a number of people that are angry, and Mm. and we we have to get back in touch with the world. And I agree. I mean, we we like you said, when we're here, we think that this is the norm. Um, We think that you know my problems are you know my problems. The world's not having them. But when we get out and and see other communities, other cultures, other religions. You know, we find out that we're, yeah, we all have problems, but there's so much to learn from each other. And talking with Scott or Andre, you know, I could be talking to them and they would say something. And matter of fact, they have said things here that made me laugh. And I wrote them down thinking (laughs) that'd be cool. You know, but if we didn't have these conversations with other people and learn about what else is going on in other places, this enlightens us. And I would tell people, you want to get out. You want to travel. You don't have to go far. You know, Andre's got some incredible destinations that he's talked about, you know, Virginia beach, I'm going to low horn there. Cause it sounds very exciting. So we, we don't have to go far to experience new things. You don't have to think big right out the gate, baby steps.
0: First of all, just thank you so much uh, for being on the travel panel and for being with us today to give us some great ideas of what we can do not just in the fall and during the holidays, but also in the upcoming season. I really wanted us to talk about the winter season as well, so people can begin to prepare, to anticipate and enjoy what is possible in this next season. But I have to, before we end today, talk to each of you all about travel. Each of you are very much so in the travel industry, And I would love to ask you about your own travel log. So get ready. I have some questions for each of you. This Platinum Passport Guest Travel Log
3: brought to you by the Platinum Group.
0: Andre, tell us favorite trip location.
3: Oh, man. This is a hard one because there's so many great ones. (laughs) Personally, I like Charleston, South Carolina. I love the food scene. hmm. I love the history. I love the Southern hospitality. Everyone is nice. And it's one place I can go actually travel there by myself and feel comfortable. So I would say Charleston, South Carolina would be my number one pick.
0: That is great. Favorite traveling
2: accessory.
3: (laughs) That's a hard one too. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is going to sound odd. It's probably Ziploc bags. I feel like (laughs) they're good for everything from when something spills in your bag to, you know, going through TSA, Uh, putting snacks inside of them. That's like my go-to when traveling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple of options on this one. Favorite traveling companion, your love family, friends, yourself, or others? And you can actually say more than one.
3: It's probably my family. So to be a little transparent, I didn't grow up in a rich home or family that had a lot of money. So now that I'm older, I like to take my parents to different places that they always seen on TV and see their enjoyment of actually doing something different and getting outside of our small hometown of Danville, Virginia. So it would be taking my family to a location
0: love that okay this is another multiple choice one or you can choose more than one your travel id what would you say is your travel identification are you an explorer chill and relax adventurer culture craver or
3: foodie definitely foodie i'm a (laughs) huge foodie i love to eat you could never tell, but I'm always in the gym right after I get back from. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will travel for food. I will, if I get <laughs> the urge for a Philly cheesesteak, <laughs> I will hop on a bus or a plane to go to Philly for a day.
0: That is so cool. Okay, dream destination.
3: It's still Dubai. I never been. I've seen so many pictures on TV, but never been and it's always been on my bucket list as a dream destination.
0: Oh, I love that. All right. So, Kathy, you're next. <laughs> Are you asking the same questions? The exact same questions. Thanks, Andre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was funny when I when I started going with Andre, I was like, "Oh, so everybody and I saw Scott writing down."
2: <laughs> That's great. Okay, favorite trip location. Okay, so I'm with Andre because there there are so many places and each destination gives you something different. And and it, it's either the location or who you were with. So, yeah, yeah that, you know, it's like, oh, oh that one, oh, that one. <laughs> so, final answer, uh, Ireland, I think. It was a toss-up Ooh. between Ireland and Hawaii.
0: I love it. Okay. Favorite traveling accessory?
2: <laughs> Mine's a power strip.
3: <laughs> yes. I, I tell it. you what,
2: especially if you get older, older, hotels or destinations, they just don't like plugins. And you know, nowadays we got our cell phones, we got our laptops, we got our pet, our you know our books are on our iPads. So you got and you've got two people at least in your room. There's never enough plugins. <laughs>
0: Favorite traveling companion, your love, family, friends, yourself, or other?
2: I'm going to have to say my friends and my family. I mean, I <laughs> love my husband and we enjoy traveling together, but I love it when my kids go with us, but then I love it when some of our past friends, because we've moved around a lot. And so I love getting everybody back together again. So I, I have to take all three of those.
0: Oh, I love it. That's great. All right, your travel ID. Are you an explorer, chill and relax,
2: adventurer, culture craver, or foodie? I am probably going to go with the culture craver because I'm very much about the destinations and and getting to know the people. That's why I liked Ireland. Because it, it was a custom tour, and we were with our organizers, friends, and families, and it was really entrenched in the local people, but I do like mm-hmm. the food. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And yeah. dream destination. I really would love to go to South Africa to do an African safari. Ooh! When we talk about it, I'm just going to mm. have to go do it.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. That is great. Okay. Scott, Europe. favorite trip location.
1: I would have to say the Northwest. My sister lived in, outside of Portland, Oregon, and we just loved it because you had the mountains there, desert, and ocean. And we were able to drive within a couple hours to experience all that. And uh, it was family too, so we were able to do a lot. And it's new to me. The whole rugged coast on the West Coast is just interesting. I tell you, every picture we took, it seemed like it was a postcard. So that would probably be my my pick there.
0: Love that. Favorite traveling accessory?
1: That would be an external charger for my (laughs) cell phone. (laughs) I always run out of battery or something. I got to have that so I can have some juice.
0: (laughs) Favorite traveling companion? Here are your choices. Your love, family, friends, yourself, or other. Or you can have more than one.
1: Well, in case my family's watching this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's family because it's, you know, what Andre is saying, it's just nice to build those new experiences and not you know, teenage kids to have them experience things that I didn't travel much when I was younger either. Um, so it's nice to be able to, to have them along to experience things and different foods and different areas and cultures and different uh, traditions and things like that. So family for sure.
0: Okay. Your travel ID. Are you an explorer? Do you chill and relax, adventurer, culture craver, or
1: foodie? I'd have to say explore. I like them all, but I just like exploring new destinations, finding out new facts, history about it. So I, I like to explore, just find new things.
0: Great. And your dream destination?
1: It's going to have to be Australia. I always wanted to go there just because it's so far away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dang, let's let's go there. That would be, I think, my dream vacate. Because one, I'd have to spend some time there, you know, because it's so far away. But uh, I just yeah. think that would be pretty cool to experience that.
0: That is so great. I think that even though we've been talking a lot about Virginia, but also Europe and other places, wherever we are in the world, as you're listening to This conversation, you all are really encouraging people just to explore their world, where they are, start. I love the baby steps, Kathy, as you stated, the day trips, as we talked about with Andre, and then possibly plan. If this is your first foray into travel, possibly plan for something special next year and begin to have that discussion with some friends and family that can really enjoy the experience with you. I just want to thank each of you for being my guest on this episode of the Platinum Passport podcast. Your Platinum Passport has been stamped. It has been a delight to hear your suggestions and your ideas. And I just can't wait because the next time that you all join us, you'll be sharing travel ideas and suggestions to help us Fully savor spring. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Thank you so much, everybody. And we'll see you next time.
1: All right, thank you.